You're listening to the EBITDA Growth Systems Making Business Profitable podcast with profitability experts Dave Kapkowitz and Mike Watkins. Coming at you from 5,675 feet in lovely Golden, Colorado. My name is Dave Kapkowitz and I'm here with Michael Watkins living our mission statement to impact lives through improving business performance. We accomplish this by coaching, speaking, and educating so you can live your best life. Good day, Dave. Good day, Michael. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing well, man. Uh, you know, here it's Monday after Easter, and uh, so we're back at it again. How are you doing? I'm doing good, man. I'm doing good. It was uh, the the family got me out on a big hike yesterday, and I realized that uh, it, I realized I didn't ski much this year. So yeah, yeah, that uh, <laughs> that altitude to get to you. Yeah, yeah. I had both my girls in town, which happens about three or four times a year, and and I, you know, I'm just besides myself when they get when they come home. Um, the only catch is, man, they um, they drink. Like fish. I mean, they can, <laughs> they can drink, in a way that I can't drink. So, my wife and my two girls, uh, I head to the liquor store, get a case of wine, and uh, a case. And, uh, yeah, a case of wine. Yes, like and, twelve and, bottles. And three days, they get it done. <laughs> and uh, the worst part about it is, I try to keep up. I'm not a big drinker. I try to like keep up. You and I have like a drink every other yeah. week. Well, like that's, one drink. So I. I, st- I stopped talking because even, <laughs> I mean, even I know I'm not smart anymore after I've uh, had a couple of drinks, but um, just delightful. I, I had a wonderful weekend with them. Good. Hearing what's going on in their world and their viewpoint on things, and uh, so good stuff. Good, good. So what are, we, what are we talking about today, Mike? Well, you know, uh, we, I want to talk about what's in it for me for the uh, next generation of leader. The WIFM. Yeah. So we're doing emerging leaders um, at National Tooling and Machining Association. Two two cohorts of 30 participants each. Or I think actually it's 20 participants each. But uh, NTMA and many of NTMA companies understand the need to develop the next generation of leader. Mm-hmm. Um, but so many companies don't. And uh, so that's, that's what the what's in it for me all is all about it's interesting you talk to business owners here and there and some business owners are like yeah i gotta invest in these people and some people are like forget them what about me yeah it's on me it's i'm the owner why why do i need to invest in the next level so when you have an attitude where it's like you know i'm not sure i really want to send my mid mid level managers to training or i want don't want to really invest in them because they all they need to learn is inside these four walls so what what do you what do you say to those people that think that way? Well, I think it's a. I would say that's a short term view, but these folks take that short term view for about fifteen to twenty years. I they mean, do. So it's, they do. It's, we see that all the time. Yeah, yeah. And so you end up uh, one year twenty, one year thirty times, as opposed to, you know, any growth in the organization. It's a big difference between doing one year twenty times in 20 years yeah and there's a saying that says if you're the smartest guy in the room you're in the wrong room yeah right there's no benefit to being the smartest guy in the room at no. all to anybody no nope. and uh 
So if you're the business owner and uh, you you know you're dead set on being the smartest guy in the room, you are really um, you know doing your business a disservice. Yeah, it's uh, it's more than that though, right? It's you can't afford to lose somebody. So if you're growing the shop, I mean, we have we have a client in uh, California, and that dude works six, seven days a week, 10, 12 hours a day, every day. And I think 12 hours sometimes is 15 or 16 hours, every day. And I'm like, who's your right-hand person? And that person's like, well, I don't have one. I have to do it all. So I have to do the programming. I have to get all the sheets around. I got to enter the jobs. I get everything going. I make sure all the paperwork's done at the end of the job. I... Sometimes I hop in a vehicle and I ship it and I do everything. I said, well, what you got? You got all these people in the shop. Well, they, they machine, they set up, they weld, you know, they assemble. They do that work. Well, what about who's, what, what if you get, what if you go on vacation for two weeks? What happens? He said, oh, I don't go on vacation. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I have to shut the business down for I can't, a week. Because if I do, I come back and just there's such a pile. I just can't. I said, well, what about time with your family? Well, that's in the evening. I said, but when you get home, aren't you just spent? Well, yeah, um, yeah, I'm spent. I'm like, well, so you need a number two, right? Yeah, I guess I do, right? Yeah. So otherwise, that's, so otherwise that's what life looks like. Sure, sure. It's just so difficult for them to even vision how to get there from here, right? Because you're so busy. If yeah. you're working between 60 and 90 hours a week, you're so busy Training somebody is the last, per, last thing on your mind because you don't have time. But the truth is you don't have time not to. Yeah, yeah. So, but once you have somebody there, say you get past that and you get over that hump and you realize I need help and I want some personal margin. <clears throat> and uh, once you get there and you finally have a right-hand person that you're leaning into and they're doing some programming for you, they're doing some paperwork, they're entering some jobs, they're doing some of that front-end work, whatever that is, but a right arm to where you can leave for two weeks and they... They keep the ship afloat, moving in the direction you said. At least a week, yeah. Right? Once you have that person in place, you don't want to lose them. Yeah, you got to retain them. And uh, training is a huge retention. Even more than money at times. Factor, yeah. Yeah. I mean, people want to to develop professionally and personally, and um, and, and it's by way of training. It's, mm -hmm. it's outside those four walls, right? Yeah, because you have to bring knowledge in your company. Because yeah. what's in the four walls is the knowledge of the company, sure, right? You, sure. And if you don't go outside the walls, you aren't injecting any new knowledge, anything that could take you a different direction or to a new level, right? Yeah. So, and th and then finally, well, not finally, but in addition, um, you know, for that business owner who's the chief cook and bottle washer, you literally just shut the thing down. You close the doors and you you tell the employees go find another job because. There is no exit from that scenario. No, no, not it's. There's a, you can liquidate it. That's about and it. And that's yeah. what you got. Yeah, yeah. Or you can, you can sell it to one of your employees that doesn't know anything about how to run your business because you haven't taught them, and that that won't go well because you won't get your money out of it. That's right, because you, he's going to have to mm -hmm. uh, pay you out of the profits, which will be non-existent because he's going to whack everything pretty good. So, number one, it takes your workload from 80 90 hours to 50 55 right mm -hmm. number two it decreases turnover you can invest in somebody and they're going to stick around and number three actually sets you up for a better exit to where your business actually carries more value so i the truth is is what's in it for you 
is much more than what's in it for the person that you're training and bringing up to the next level. I would agree. I would agree wholeheartedly. So what's in it for me is really all across everybody. So for the mid-level manager, Mike, um, what's in it for them? Why should they, hey, man, I get paid X amount of salary. Say I get paid sixty grand a year to do my job. Salary, I don't have to punch a clock. I get benefits. I get some vacation. Um, I'm happy with that. I, uh, I work to live. I don't live to work. So why, why, why should I? Yeah, for that individual, um, they may or may not uh, want to grow professionally, make more money, and potentially be the owner of a shop one day. I mean, that that's not the profile of that individual. But for the individual who says, I can do more, I'd like to do more, and if I can't do more at this shop, I'm going to do more at the, some other shop, right, mm-hmm. who, who has aspirations someday of running a business unit and or owning his own company or her own company, um, they have to have line of sight for that in your company because if they don't, you know, they're going to go someplace where – so. You know, the best and the brightest uh, just won't, they won't stick around, right? I mean, the best and the brightest are going to go where there's a complimentary win-win. I'm winning, you're winning, right? Um, the, and then, so the best and brightest will flee, and what you'll be left with is uh, the stuff that's in the bottom of the coffee pot. <laughs> and it's... And just so you know, that uh, it takes a minute to get all, that all out of your teeth. <laughs> <laughs> Especially if Mike's making coffee, yeah. it's strong. I mean, the spoon stands up in it already. Yeah, but, yeah. But when you talk about the, the mid-level manager, even if you're just a solid citizen, a B player, and you don't really want to do anything else, it pr- gives you job security, doesn't it? Well, it does. It does. And, you know, but you, you don't know what you don't know. Some people have to be urged along. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we should let these folks know that we're going to have a, an, uh, a, you know, an opportunity, you know, to, to work with these young people in in the emerging leaders uh, cohorts that we have at uh, National Tooling and Machining. Um, the, it's been an epiphany for some of these folks. It's been really good. Yeah, it's been really good. But it's uh, I know you ran through them really quick. Um, the what's in it for me for the mid level manager. But number one is job security. So if, if you're taking load off the owner, the last thing that owner wants to do is take all that load back on. They get used to that. Mm-hmm. Instead of pulling 100,000 pounds in a wagon, pulling 50,000 pounds. Number two, if you're not willing to invest in yourself professionally at work, I challenge you personally, do you really invest in yourself, challenge yourself outside of work? Sure. Because it's really, it's a personal trait mm-hmm. to where I think that everybody regardless of who you are, should try to be better tomorrow than you are today. So professional development teaches you something. It makes you more valuable monetarily, but also makes you more valuable as a person because now you can teach somebody else something. Sure, sure. Right? Um, Money comes with that because you can increase your value and money money will wind up coming to you. So if if you're making 60 grand, you want to make 100 grand, you can do that. That is, that's a clear path. That weight that professional development, the, um, the, your job security being needed so much will drive your wage up. And, and last but not least, I mean, we're seeing a lot of this where owners will look inside the four walls first to say, if somebody really want to buy this from me, 
I know that person. They know the business. The customers know them. Mm-hmm. The easiest path is, hey, I'll take some money off the table, go get a loan, buy me out, and I'll front some of this, right? Sure, sure. And maybe sure. split the loan with the bank or something like that. Yeah, there's all kinds of ways to do it. There's Even, all kinds of ways to do it. Maybe bank finance, maybe not. Maybe owner finance. So. But it's a way from going from sixty grand a year to being a multimillionaire one day. Sure, sure. Right? You've seen it. You've Absolutely. seen it firsthand with the several yep. clients you've coached. Yep, yep. But I mean, it's uh, and talk about being good for your family. That's uh, there are more reasons why to do that than to not invest in yourself. Yeah, no. it's just discouraging how many young people, and and you know when I say young people, I mean less than say forty five, are uh, where where um, good just gets in the way of great, you know. So it's like warm, safe, and dry, and. Uh, uh, I'll go with the flow. Um, but, you know, circumstance change. Mm-hmm. Um, in today's world, circumstances can change fast. Mm-hmm. And so if you've been doing the warm, safe, and dry thing and then circumstance change, you may not have enough time to react. I'll tell you what, the I don't want to get preachy, but looking at the world economic market and what could change in the next 10 years, and we talk about this a lot, really paying attention to what's happening around the globe and how it affects careers. But it's very important for our young people to invest in themselves and step up. So literally, you don't have somebody around halfway around the world that's a lot smarter than you. Sure, sure. We have to compete. And to be a better global competitor, we have to get brighter. We have to invest in ourselves. Today ha- cannot be good enough. Tomorrow has to be better. Yeah. So, no, I so agree. that is definitely what you do. It Now, I know you're itching to talk about what we're doing because we're so excited about what we're doing in in July. But uh, tell me, tell me, uh, tell me the news. What well, why would it mean so much to us? We just want to encourage the next generation, um, specifically in manufacturing, to step up to the plate. Like you said, you know, owners are carrying a hundred thousand pounds. If you can step up and take twenty five, thirty thousand pounds from them, mm-hmm. um, they're going to appreciate that. It's going to be professional development for you. You're going to learn skills. Um, that are going to serve you well going forward, um, all the things we just talked about. So we're going to bring, you know, emerging leaders or the next generation of leaders um, to, to beautiful Golden, Colorado. I love it. And we're going to spend two days together um, just talking about what's in it for you, mm-hmm. right? And, uh, okay, and once you buy into what's in it for you, you what are the knowledge, skills, and abilities you're going to need to move forward and, and step up to that mantle, so um, a lot of content, a lot of discussion. Uh, we're going to have happy hour. We're going to have a Coors Brewery tour because we're in Golden, Colorado. Got to do that. Yeah, when you walk out our front door and you look at the, the brewery, it's like, why didn't we check that out? I yeah. mean, it's this is the brewery in the United States. Absolutely. It, not. Uh, there's lots of beers, so all you beer drinkers and beer connoisseurs, I understand you may not be a diehard Coors person, but how the volume that they put through there and where they do it in the locale they do an exquisite job yeah yeah and they have it. a lot of different uh, brands because i think they were purchased by or purchased you know some other brand but mm-hmm. um it's an incredible tour but um it's just a community man yes i mean um bringing these folks together they don't know each other they may know each other but we bring them together and they establish that community and, mm-hmm. and it becomes a lifelong professional 
resource some of the people that they meet at these uh, events. So um, I'm just I'm terribly excited about it. I'm terribly excited about it for them. Mm-hmm. I I am as well, and it's a uh, it's really cool. We we checked out a uh, our local golf course uh, is called Fossil Trace, and I've I, I'm a golfer, not great, but I I love the golf. It is beautiful, and uh, we're going to be having it there in 2023. Um, and just so you know, it's going to be in July. It's going to be toward the end of July. If you want details, go to our website, you know, www.ebitagrowthsystems.com. Mm-hmm. Um, go there and check it out. And if it's post-2023, this is something we're dedicated to do every summer. So we're going to do what's in it for me because we want to invest in mid-level managers every summer. And then every fall, we would do business planning with these owners and, and mm-hmm. their right hands come in here and set up the next year for success. The only two events that we do um, here in Golden um, we love it, love to have people here, love to build a community. Uh, when we did this for the first time and we had all these business owners here for the business planning session, um, it was amazing how well everybody got along and how valuable they found it. So we're creating an atmosphere to take you to the next level and take your career to the next level and to really invest in you because our mission is to impact lives for improving business performance but we do that by taking our 30, 40, in your case, 75, 90 years. Very funny, Dave. <laughs> and, and invest. I'll meet you outside. Yeah. Oh, no. I'm going to hide behind the table. <laughs> but invest it in the next generation because that's, that's, what, that's what gets us excited about business. Right on, Dave. Right on, Mike. If you'd enjoyed this podcast and you're in manufacturing and you want to learn more about what we do, Go to our contact tab at ebitagrowthsystems.com, E-B-I-T-D-A, growthsystems.com, and I'll be reaching out to you personally to see what we can do for you. You've been listening to the EBITDA Growth Systems Podcast, Making Business Profitable. 